Hey, this is Ace The Real Intellectual Radio.com. I'm back, I'm back. I was on high heinous last week. Um, I got sciatica, you know, I got pinched nerves in my back, so I was walking like an old man. I'm I'm a little better, you know, Ivory, last name Proferin, be helping me out. So, you know, pray for me and I pray for you all. All right. Hey, Tish, I see everybody. I see everybody. Shonda, I see you. Thank you, Tish, for uh, chiming in, intellectualradio.com. Listen, 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 listen. You know, the topic of the day is simple-minded people. But before we get into simple-minded topic, uh, I want to give my condolences out to the uh, the kids that was uh, murdered by her their mother, and then she tried to commit suicide. You know, mental illness is something else. Also, uh, my condolences go out to the young lady that lost her life. Her boyfriend killed them, killed her, and it was uh, domestic. You know, um, senseless killings. You know, one thing I got to say that. The first of the year, and, and and this month is not gone yet, but homicides has dropped down tremendously. That let me know that people are coming to their senses. We still got some simple-minded people out there. But a lot of young men and young ladies are really starting to get the full drawing on life itself. But anyway, let's go. Let's get it cracking. First of all, simple-minded people. See, when you're simple-minded, that means you only think you only got copper tonal. You only one way. You feel me? You don't want to listen. You don't want to, um, you know, reason. It's your way, no way, or the highway. You know, and when you're simple-minded. You close yourself off of knowledge that you can receive. You feel where I'm coming from? You know, it took me a long time to understand that because I used to blow, pop off real quick because I didn't want to hear it. But sometimes it, you have to go through situations for you to understand that your opinion might not be everybody else's opinion. So, you know, simple-minded folk, you know, you have to stay away from it. Pray for them. You love them. But when they're still on that same topic, the same thing, 15, 20 years uh, after the fact, you know where their head is at. That means, you know, I'm going to be honest. You could say that's some type of mental illness because they stuck right there. You know, check this out. When we was young, and we used to see people walking up the, out, up the street, up and down the street. And they were still living in the 50s and the 60s. They still had the stacks, psychedelic colors. We used to laugh because they not when back then it was polo, Gucci. You know, the young polo, the young Gucci. Argyles, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? We used to have the Louis Vuittons and... And the MCMs, you know, that was our era growing up when when those, um, you know, clothing lines was in the, you know, in the rookie season trying to make it. Carl Kanai came after the fact and, uh, you know, FUBU, used, remember all of that. But, you know, when you see people right now in the 2000s and they're still in that mindset from 20 years ago it's certain it's certain things you just can't change out of them they stuck in them ways you pray for them you know some days if you if you feel like tolerating it you tolerate it hey fontaba i see you s-e-i-u i see you but you know when those folks is still having that same conversation that you used to have 20 years ago that means that their mindset is stuck right there. That's simple-minded. They don't go beyond the, the the thought process. When I say the thought process, they don't go beyond the if factor. You know, it, what if I can do this this way? Or what if I can stand 
at this type of uh, Zandra of life. You know, you gotta you gotta understand when people are talking the same riff that they talked about twenty years ago. That's all they know. Their educational level in their uh, what we used to say in high school. We uh, we uh, uh, um, it was um, God. It was it was a little thing we used to be in. It was ah, I'll think about it later. But when 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 you try to inform them in a way where they wouldn't feel embarrassed or whatever the case may be, you know, and try to direct them into another thought process or um, a way of thinking, they get offended. And and when they get offended, they at that time they think that you think they stupid. It ain't about being stupid. If you're if you around people that still talk about the past, what they used to do, what they shoulda, woulda, coulda, you know, and not thinking future and longevity, you know, you can't get mad at them because that's all they know. That's their educational mindset you know simple-minded you know they have to stay there they have to stay in that mindset to keep themselves relevant you know when you embark in something else it might be a little scary when you jump out there but you know sometimes you got to leave out on faith you know and that goes with government our judicial system that goes with um, relationship schools, anything when you're dealing with people, with the public, this is, you have to be multitask. You can, you know, when I say multitask, okay, if you go in the hood, you know how to talk the lingo and, and be able to incorporate yourself in that crowd at that certain time. But when you get in front not just white folks, but people that's in business, that's about business. You it, it you have to be able to switch it. You know, I'm going to say switch it. You got to be multitask. You know what I'm saying? You got to know what you're talking about. You have to be on their level of uh, conversation. You know what I'm saying? Not saying it, they're smarter than you or you are less than. We ain't on that. But just to let people know that you're relevant and you're you with the signs of time. John, John, I see you, brother. I see you, John Hawk. I see you. You know, we it's, it's easy to have a conversation with people on a subject and, uh, and an idea. You can do that. But when it's time to start thinking about business, about future and longevity, and what could you make versus what you're going to um, lose. You're going to lose before you start making. That means you have to get out on the grind even more. You know what I'm saying? You know, when you start a business, you're going to go under maybe a quarter of what, what you start with. You're going to lose because you got promotions, you have you know, to get the business just up and running and people word of mouth and advertisement and things of that nature. Uh, you know, once you plant the seed, you have to fertilize it, water it, pray on it, keep it nice and secured where it can blossom. And, you know, because you remember when you plant a, plant a seed, it, it comes out with the little root, you know, the little vine. And as long as you, you treat it nice, it's going to grow, grow, and then it's going to sprout out to the flower you want it to be. But in the midst of that flower growing, it might be another one that's weaker then. The strand might be weak. So, you know, you have to maybe pacify it a little bit. That's how we are as people. Moms and dads plant the seed. And once they plant the seed, they nourish it, they water it, they feed it, 
you know, they love on it, you know, they protect it, they talk to it. And as that flower growing is absorbing, that's what photosynthesis. We are part of the photosynthesis movement. We are a human. You got to feed. You got to protect it. You know, you got to fertilize it. You got to keep it safe. You got to keep it, uh, you know, the light or the sun. That's how we supposed to think. Every time, every year, this is 2020. From you being a kid to, to now, you should have a level of thinking. Yes, it's easy for us to, you know, pop off and, and get get it cracking or, you know, and ready to snap. That's the easy way. I'm lost. What you mean, Tish, you lost? Talk to me. Anyway, when you threw me off with that, I'm sorry. But at the end of the day, simple-minded. When people are simple-minded and ignorant, you can't get mad. It's because of the upbringing that they have. And the communication level is not on the level that you're trying to be on. But it's cool. It's all right. Because you got to keep moving on. Anyway, I wanted to say that just to say simple-minded people, you don't get mad. You just pray on them and keep it moving. How you doing, Mark Hamblin? Thank you for chiming in, intellectualradio.com. Anyway, when it's time to have a new idea of life, this is 2020, what is your New Year's resolution? Are you going to still stand in this one spot or are you going to keep it moving? Are you going to grow? Are you going to? expand are you going to leap out on faith and be able to create something that can maybe you can leave as a legacy or uh have something for your kids to fall on and keep it going and keep it growing what why you think you when you see these little small businesses that's been in play for almost 20 more than that maybe 40 and 50 60 years 95 years you see these small companies they thrive because they deal with the community. Yes, they might have uh, 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 outside entities, but the main frame is community. And 2020, you should be able to elevate yourself to another level, even if it's in corporate world or the work first world or the construction world, nursing world, whatever. You're supposed to be able to elevate yourself to another level. You feel me? That's what I wanted to say on, on that. And I'm a safe way into this. Um, you know, January 1st, marijuana was legal. It became legal in Chicago. And I think a couple of weeks ago when I was here, people was uh, up in arms. I had listened to a lot of radio, talked to a lot of people. And they were saying, um, African-American and brown people are not going to be able to get a, a dispensary or be able to get licensed to sell or whatever the case may be. Now, true in fact, it's 11 uh, companies right now in the state of Illinois that's already grandfathered in. We can't touch that. And I think I said that a couple of weeks ago. But now here it is. You know, people is up in arms. You should have just waited until June to make sure that uh, black and brown people can be able to get their license or, or uh, you know, pay for them an expensary, which is a $5,000 fee plus is a 400-page contract or application that you have to deal with. And, um, and... That's that's if you really think about it, that's their way of deterring people because you have to go through that. You have to do that. If you wanted to get a sign a lease, you have to read all the rules and regulations. If you wanted to sign a lease to a car, you have to read everything, the fine print. The same thing apply. Now, cool, the weed is legal. But see, this is how 
we can capitalize on that. Not only in business, but for black families and brown families. When they, the first day, the first day was 300 and some million dollars made in one day. Just think about this. You know, we talked about the uh, TIF program plenty month, weeks ago and months ago about the TIF program. Now you should make a, a, a some type of program or another, not a TIF, but some type of in that Zondra where 30% of the yearly gross and marijuana should go into this fund. And this fund is for African-American people. I'm going back into the reparations move, but this this the keep from saying reparations. You set this this fund up where if you 30 percent of the uh, the yearly gross of all the major companies, I don't care how you tax them, because, you know, each one of them dispensaries is going to make over 20 million to 30 million dollars a year. I say in the next three years, you best believe that because you know what? The strain going to get stronger. They, they're going to have different products. They're going to start doing not just edibles. They're going to start doing clothing. They're going to start coming up with some way for, for it to be in, in, in infused with the FDA. Y'all got to watch this. Why everybody's sitting up here hooplying about, okay, weed is legal, but you got to sit on your porch. No, look at the bigger picture. If they do have any dispensaries in the 20 mile radius of where you live. Now, just think about this. They can't put dispensaries everywhere. But in that 20 to 30 mile radius around that suspend, uh, that that where that dispensary at, you're supposed to be able to donate it, uh, donate some of that money to the communities up under the nonprofit act. Or you know what? Some churches, storefronts, not these Megalodon church or these people that be selling of our, our black folks out through the church. I ain't talking about it. they systematically come to the neighborhood and pick out the nonprofit that's not thriving as much as other uh, non-for-profits. But you start them grassroots non-for-profits when, when they only have a small group of people. Or they got a small venue or, uh, it, you know, it's 20 people or more. You know what I'm saying? Start investing in these kids and start investing in these schools. That 20 mile radius, 30 mile radius where that's dispensary at, they should be able to go north, south, east or west in that in, in that 30 mile radius around that and be able to donate to the communities that's that's not thriving. Because if you look at it, every neighborhood that we come from i'm talking about the hoods it's a it's a it's a desert and if it is something it's something that's big where the mayor benefit the alderman benefit what about the people that benefits in the neighborhood see we could talk about who and point fingers no it's up to us to demand these things that's why i vote count that's why you go to those uh the uh, resident council meetings. That's why you go when they have open door policy uh, to uh, regulate certain rules and regulations in your community. You go to those uh, meetings. Let your voice be heard because without the us is no them. Y'all got to understand that. So we can read what the, the to the what the papers say we can sit up here and dictate what the television say what about your heart what about what's right what about what what's wrong in your community you see it every day people are getting killed for nothing you seeing schools are being dilapidated because there's no funds to fix them they deal with certain schools in certain aldermen in certain aldermen's areas, but the uh, the places and the aldermen's that we do have, they they turn a blind eye because they get money up under the table. That should stop right there, because you're supposed to be able to go in and, and get into your aldermen's behind, because she worked for you all. Y'all don't work for her. When she paying ten dollars a sheet just to, or he trying to get your vote. 
what about what you do in the community? Because you put some black pavement on the floor and maybe fix some, uh, some light bulbs now and then. You think that's right? No, you still got dilapidated buildings. You got storefront, a whole corner storefront still closed where it's not thriving. Then you wonder why when these cats get out here and start destroying stuff because they don't have nothing to do. That's how you start building communities. This marijuana thing is big because you can also set up a program where you have a, 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 a cleanup crew in every community. In every community. I know you can't hire everybody, but if you hire the people that's willing to clean their own community up, your community will come back to life. You got to use every resources that we have, just as well as the TIP program. We should have a a, a, a fund for uh, the marijuana uses or the sales of marijuana. Some of that profit should be able to go into these communities and to these schools. Don't, uh, don't just uh, leave it to your mayor. You go to the non-profits, you start uh, 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 donating, then you start getting out here advocating. And then you see once you start doing that, then you'll see people start looking because. We will we will we will thrive, we will live a, a lot of crime will go down. I'm not talking about the uses. I'm talking about the business. Okay, everybody knows it's legal. You can smoke. So what? I'm talking about the business. Y'all think about that. You know, not worried about going to a dispensary. What about owning you one? Not only just dealing with the regular folks on the street coming in and buying it because they legally able to buy it, but I'm talking about also deal with the medical uses of it just like you got all these cvs's and walgreens where they bring drugs in every day for everything they got all these met programs for uh dope fiends and 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 and, and, and uh, opioid uses and stuff and things of that nation so let's use the marijuana for people that's got cancer that got arthritis rheumatoid arthritis me sciatica you know what i'm saying uh glaucoma it, it it's it's more than what we could do with that money or that fund if we sit here and we fight about it. We fight about everything else but not the right things. And you wonder why the streets is where it is. Not only that, see, it's a catch-22 with that, too. As lab, exactly. Using people as lab rats. That's our... Hakeem, if I said your name right, just said that. He said they about to be using people as lab rats through them place, through them places. And my uh, is my option. That was his option. You know what I'm saying? That's his opinion. And you know what? In some instances, you're right. But see, that's where we supposed to be the watchdogs. You always hear. Uh, uh, the television, Fox, and NBC talking about the NBC watchdogs. We should be watchdogs of our community because it's dilapidated. Now, by June, guess what happened? They're going to make, out of all the dispensaries and all the weed that's being uh, sown through, through the dispensary, not the illegal way, but do, where they can track how much, I bet you it'd be a half a billion dollars by, by June. I bet you. How much of that money are you putting in the communities that's not thriving? Nothing. And see, that's what we need to be talking about. It's legal. Okay, you can't fight that. It was big wigs that made that law. Stop talking about everything else. Now, let's see if we can profit off it. Hell, I'll go out there in the suburbs or out there in the country time and give me about three, four acres and start growing it, cultivate it. We are the best cultivators in the world. If I know I'm going to profit, I'm not talking about working on somebody's farm like a slave. No, you got, you got these people that got all this land and ain't nothing but a vacant lot. Why not use one of the metal cones, build it over there, and cultivate your own? But be licensed. Be a neighborhood cultivator. Then you could be able to sell it by the pound. Because you licensed to do that. 
you know, get your business license and all of that. If you got to go through the paperwork, the, hey, you right here. You can have your own in the neighborhood. That's how it thrives. That's how you get back at these uh, multi-billionaires. You're going to cut some of their money. Think about that way. Okay, people that got these warehouses. Okay, be a distributor. They It comes in, you pack it and bag it and ship it out. Shipping and receiving. You can make the money in that. Legally. See, everybody talking about the wrong things, man. I'm talking about the, uh, the capital. We can sit here moaning, groaning about everything else. Let's let's make this money. Who the best hustlers in the world? We are. We are. We hustlers by nature, killers by trade. And that's a shame to say that. So if that's if that's what I am, let's do it the legal way. Let's do it the legal way. These uh, warehouses, get them. They they just falling apart. The city own them. Tell them to put it in the auction. Some of you brothers and sisters that got a little money, y'all come together. Make a business. Think about that. Stop thinking about all that extra stuff. Because it don't matter. Let's make this money. And then it was, uh, uh, I think Wanda, wasn't it Earl that said, uh, uh, on his post last week when we was talking about is the street value going to go up or down? Remember when Earl said that? Right. Yeah, it was it was a question raised. What, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so, but the thing was, it was, right, and that was the question, uh, is it any assistance for the local weed man, and you said what now, he's about to lose everything, and my, my take was on this, I said no, because you got to think about this, when you go to the dispensary and you get something from the dispensary, look at the taxes on it. They, they taxing you 30% maybe. In some places, 30%. Now, check this out. Ain't no taxes on the street. But what it is, people that don't can't afford the, the dispensary weed going to still be able to go on the street. But the thing is, the street value going to go low. Why? Because the grade. The grade. Everybody knows that suspensory weed is a little potent than the street weed. True fact. But the the capital on getting that is it, it, it's going to be taxed, which the street's not. If anything, the street's going to come down for the average dime back. And that was my take on it because, you know, I used to be I used to sell drugs. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. But when that's like if. I was on the block, and then little Jane Jane down on the other block, it's all about the deals, what you can get for the less, for the low, right? So my take on that was the street value going to go even lower because of the taxes. And what they're going to do is try to get the best street value, the street potency, that even just match up with the dispensary. So, yes, the street's still going to make money, regardless of the fact, because you know why? They're going to have, uh, now since it's legal, now you're going to have a lot of smoke shops coming up where people can bring their 30 grams in. BYOBs. Long as it's in inside and it's not on the street, you ain't breaking no laws. Because the laws say long as you inside. So think about this. People that's, uh, that's going to start getting smoke shops, Hookah shops, uh, cigar shops, the cigar, sh the regular cigar shops that you normally go to, they're gonna have a venue in there where you can uh, uh, smoke certain. They gonna might do a promotional thing where people that is licensed come to a venue where they can be able to uh, 
uh, you know, show you what samples they have. And that's promotion. And then here it is. They might not have it there, but then you could be able to get certain things shipped to you without going through the expense. So it's a lot of ways you can make money off that. And that's the thing. Stop whining about it. These is all the 11 ones that they got that was already grandfathered in and, 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 and they getting all the money. Now it's high time to get the piece of the pie. You know, we could take crumbs and make a cake. We know how to do that. So my thing is, if you're going to hustle, let's hustle illegally. And then you can be a, a, a big part of that. Because you know why? The neighborhood going to thrive because it's going to be funded. Some of that money going to be funded in the neighborhoods where our streets, our lights, uh, our kids is going to be satisfied because they starting to see our neighborhoods growing. And it's a shame that we have to uh, grow our neighborhoods off a product that they just made legal. But that's the same thing when we sell drugs and we destroying the streets. We destroying people. Crack, heroin, opioids, a PCP, whatever, these pills. Look at what's going on now. So you got to outweigh the bad. You got to look at the good and the bad. Now, when people start seeing things striving, that gives them motivation to, to, to do things better. See, my granddaddy told me, keep people around you that's positive and not uh, uh, people that's negative. Because people talk negative all the time, then you start thinking negative. That means you following the Joneses. Think outside the box. You feel me? Think outside the box. And I, you best believe your idea could be your future. It can be your longevity. Not just marijuana, but anything you do. If you're dealing with uh, 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 food, if you're dealing with uh, clothing, if you're dealing with hair, if you're dealing with everything. You know, shouts out to the sisters and brothers that got barbershops and got hair salons. Shouts out to them. Because I remember a, a, a few people used to be out their living room, out in their basement. And look at them. It took them to another level. Because what they was doing in their basement, they paid for themselves to get their uh, they, uh, license to be a barber and a beautician. It That basement. Made sure that they had license to do what they're doing now. Now, think about this. We used to be drug dealers. Now, we're licensed to be drug dealers. The FDA been drug dealing for all our lives. And ain't nobody got caught a case in that. But you do in sporadic uh, notions where people was funneling medicine out that after out the eight uh the uh FDA and bringing it into the community, you also heard of instances where the CIA was working with some of the uh the cartels and they was getting a little piece of the pie. <clears throat> Ain't nobody's peachy peachy uh peachy squeaky clean. Nobody, nobody is like that. So, my take on that. Go to another level. You got a, a lot of these young brothers and sisters that's in school to, to uh, in biology and science. You know what I'm saying? Learn how to use that to uh, to create a, a a drug that will help people. Dementia, uh, Parkinson's. You know, what's that? A, a rheumatoid arthritis, copper tunnel. You know what I'm saying? You got to think about those things. And if you, like I said in the first segment of the show, if you think and simple minded, that's all you're going to think about. Go beyond the scope of your mentality of where you at. The what if factor. Think about the what if factor. See, I'm not 
into reading stuff in the paper because they're going to tell you what they want you to hear or read. They want the television and the newspaper. Uh, you know, if it ain't doing nothing, nothing to stimulate your mind and make you think on another scale, leave it alone. Because they want you to think this way and this. That's how they do mind control. And I talked about this a while ago. If, if Have you ever had a faucet that just kept dripping and dripping and dripping and dripping and dripping? And then after a while, you'll see a brown stain in the middle. If you did it on metal, if that drip kept hitting that metal after a while, that metal start be, that drip start penetrating through that metal and make a hole. That's how you should be able to think when you're trying to crack the market in anything you want to do. I've seen situations where people was at the bottom going dough to dough. Now they own their own company. I've seen people work from their basement on a computer. Now they own in their own uh, computer uh, software uh, situation. They fixing computers and they and, and they they working for Apple techies people. And it started from the video game. Think about it. That's intriguing. So that's what you have to do in life, whatever it is, whatever it is, not just the weed, not just the technology, but whatever you feel that you can be able to make money. I know uh, I'm not going to throw his name out there, but it's a brother. He'd been working at a grocery store for almost 20 years. I never knew it. And he came out, you know what making him money? He make them nice uh, Dagwood sandwiches. And see, people don't know about them Dagwood sandwiches. Us uh, uh, older folks do, but them young kids don't know about them Dagwood sandwiches. Hey, how you doing, Dorothy? I see you. I love you too, honey. But you know what I'm saying? And now he got he he, he got it incorporated in somebody else's store where he can profit, where he making his own Dagwood sandwiches. And he get a profit off that because he is using a product. You know what I'm saying? But he putting his own twang on it he make his own little oils so you know when you go to a uh, uh, subway and they make you they they ask you what all you want on it he does the same thing and his is better with fresher bread and sulfur bread and he took that to another level just like rosalie's everybody that i know grew up off of rosalie's rosalie started out of her house barbecuing doing barbecues in the neighborhood and people uh, used to pay her just to barbecue a slab of ribs, her style. And look what happened. It fed all of us until they passed away. It fed every last one. We grew up off that stuff. And it was good. And we kept, and look what she had, a little old box on the corner of the alley behind Terrell School. And it fed us. So whatever you do in life, Whatever you try to accomplish in life, keep the simple-minded people away from you. Keep positive people around you, because the longs and that that's doing some positive for themselves, because you can also bounce off ideas. Because all your ideas might not, you know, pan out, but it's good to get, you know, suggestions. You know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of us, we scared of constructive criticism. Y'all think it's a put down. And then when you start thinking like that, you're not you're not prospering. You're not thinking in a way that you can be able to market yourself your value goes low you know what i'm saying on top of that note i'm a safe way into this because I, I know i got about 12 13 minutes um look what's going on look at everything that you see in your neighborhood on television uh uh, when you listen to other people's conversations and and and, and you and you know, sometimes you could put it on a parallel line of yours and sometimes it might be off the wall. Just look at everything.
is a deterrent to keep you down. I saw something that really disturbed me. You remember when the, the white guy went in that church and he was about to shoot the, it was like what, uh, you know, it was uh, the Jewish, uh, hol- it was the seventh day of the, the Jewish holiday. And before that man, that white guy can shoot anybody in that church, one of the parishioners had a gun and blew him away. They never showed that man's face for about three, four days. They never showed their face. But when that brother that was in New York and he started stabbing people and they said that he was a mental patient, his family said he was a mental patient, they broadcasted that man's face all over the country. They made him look which he might be psychotic, but they polarized that and they kept talking about it and they kept talking about it and they kept talking about it because he stabbed some people. And that was, I ain't condoning nothing he did, but let, I'm, I'm trying to show you how media portray wrong. When it comes to a white person, that did wrong they take all day they keep his name confidential everything for three four days they talk about it and they 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 say we don't know who he is uh they uh the police will release his name after an internal investigation that investigation can go for a few days to almost two three weeks before they put his name out there but let a black person do the same thing I mean, he's almost on a milk cart. They put him on every uh, 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 Zandra of music, radio, everything in the newspapers. They come out with leaflets. You can go on Google. You can go on Google News. You can go on CNN News. They put it everywhere. But one thing I got to tell you. They called that mental man, the mental patient that was black, a terrorist. But they did not call that guy that was in that Jewish church that was about to kill everybody in the house of God. I don't care how you worship. I don't care if it's a synagogue, a mosque, a church. I don't care if it was a basement with a cross in it. They did not call that white man a, a, a They did not call him a terrorist. They didn't. They wanted to come up with every excuse why he he did it. But here it is. They ready. They was ready to give. I'm going to tell you this. They're going to give that black man the death penalty because they're going to make a mockery out of him. And he's he's registered to the state being mental. Why y'all didn't have a hand on him? In the beginning, why y'all didn't have counselors? Why y'all didn't have psychologists? Why y'all didn't have doctors monitoring this guy when y'all know he is mental? When he's documented, he get SSI. He got to pay E. But y'all just sent him out there on the street. If y'all knew he had suicidal t- uh, intent or some type of psychotic intent, y'all supposed to have been on top of him. So I blame the system too. I blame him because he did he did that to those people and he's a mental patient, but I blame the system because they also had tied I work at a nursing home and then we got a guy that, you know, he a wanderer. He'll wander off. So you know what they did? They put a uh, 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 one almost like an ankle bracelet on him. If he go towards a certain door without uh, anybody in the in the nursing home that works monitoring him, that that door automatically locks. Y'all should have did the same thing where y'all can't lock him in his house, but y'all could have monitored everywhere he went. Just like now, when uh when a person did their time for rape. They put a monitor on them for a while, but y'all take it off. 
he might have to do a whole year on a house arrest ban. No, that's just stays on that, that that's part of the criteria of him being free. Monitoring wherever place he go. Yeah, he's a registered sex offender. Y'all put his name out there. You know, y'all y'all can Google it where how many sex offenders is in the community. And if 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 anything happened in that community, or even if it was a situation where it happened where a young lady was raped or whatever, and the way she was raped, they had know who did it because they had ties. Certain rapists do certain things. Certain pedophiles do certain things. Peeping Toms do certain things. One might use a bucket. One might use monoculars. You get where I'm coming from? That's what I'm talking about. So please follow me. You know what I'm saying? But it's all good. You know, and and and, and I come I come from the heart. I'm not no uh scholar. I'm not no um professor. I'm not a person that know it all. I'm learning as I go too. So Start. This is 2020. Start opening up your eyes, man, and, and and start looking at the demographics of where it is today. Look at it. Stop blowing it all. I don't do it that. Yes, you do. Everything has to do. Anything that goes on in the city and the state got something to do with you, because we dictate what happened. If we don't do nothing. Nothing is not going to happen. If we start making noise and getting out there and protesting, not just walking down the street with some picket signs. No, go knocking on them doors, them people that work for us. Hey, what's going on? Pop up. Y'all can ride down on, 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 sisters can ride down on another sister if y'all think he banging your man. Brothers, y'all can try to come at another brother because your girl might have been, you know, dipping with him. Y'all can do all that. But when it come down to community and our people, y'all say he's nothing. Y'all say he's nothing. That ain't none of my business. It is your business when it's in your community. I'm not saying go knock on little Jane Jane Doe because you hear them arguing. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about the strength and the stability of your community. That's what I'm talking about. So don't get lost. Get on board. But uh, how many minutes I got, Wanda? Because I'll keep it going. Uh, well, a few more minutes. Okay. Um, five minutes? Okay. But um, look at your boy Trump. He then, uh, he then kicked off a war with the Iranians. Ukrainians, Ukrainians, not Iranians, but the Ukraine, Ukrainians, to divert the hot seat off of him. So now he's trying to, he killed one of the uh, big leaders over there. He's trying to pull the same move Obama did when he tried to get, uh, what was that, Osama bin Laden? Uh, yes, Osama bin Laden. Yeah. He trying to match up or do a parallel line with Obama versus Trump. And here it is. He's, you know, he's so proclaiming that he's done more in, uh, in his four-year tenure than Obama. No, if anything, you did more chaos and hatred and separation in the world, in the United States, in people's households, people's mentality. You just put racism and took the uh, sheets off of those clan members that be up under them sheets looking like a ghost. You just put them front and center. You pointed out every racist dummy that you got on your team and, and that's in this world that might be one of those one percenters. Or if they're not one percenters, they're knocking on the door. And the people that's black that's got money just like them, they forgot where they come from and how you got that. 
The people put you there. Not just your skill. Your skill made people think and want to be like you and want to, you know, emulate you and bought your product. We put you there, not you. It don't I don't care what from clothing, from music to rap to uh, uh, computer tech. It don't matter. Cooking. We put you there. The people bought your product, ate your food, dealt with any business line that you got going on, your perfume line, your cologne line, your tie line, your umbrella, whatever. We made you where you at today. And it's only fair to come back, not to the, you know, uh, uh, to the well-known non-for-profits, but the ones that is not known. The communities that's burnt out, that you know for a fact, police say is so gun and drug infested and this and that and the third, leap out on faith like everybody else do. And watch what happens. People will start, if you feed your people, your people are going to bless you back. Y'all think about that. Well, I'm about to get ready to go. This is Ace the Real Intellectual Radio.com. You can also hear us on iHeart, iTunes, Spreaker, YouTube, and Facebook Live. Um, one more note Yule's Social Club is thriving, it's doing great, it's doing magnificent. Me, Fat Rat, Earn, and Nashan, we put our foot in it. It's growing. We get more people involved. Uh, my non-for-profit to be up in a minute. I mean, it's really moving. I want y'all to come on down. You know, we rent for every event. We do, right now, we're doing a 60s party. Somebody became 60. Uh, we do baby showers. We did a couple of those. We did birthday parties. We do, even if uh, I just booked somebody that want to do a cooking a program teaching young ladies how to cook, at least start off with cakes where they can come in with them baked ovens, them electric ovens, and, and you just, you know, do the basics. Um, I'm going to have aerobics class coming in real soon. Um, we're going to have line dancing. I'm setting it up with someone now where she's going to maybe book maybe two or three days out of a week during the week line dancing. You know what I'm saying? I really want to get... um. Uh, 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 a men's group together. Us men sit down and chop it up just like I'm in our United in Peace with uh, some of the great nation heads. I just want some of the brothers outside the brothers that I hang with and come in. Let's let's talk about solutions. You hear? All right, y'all. I'm up out of here. I'm Ace to Real Intellectual Radio.com. Another perspective. Peace. Thank you.